used to ride a bike. Now I'm in the front, sipping on some yak. Tryna get drunk, rolling up that pack. Bitch, we smoking rocks, and I'm feeling. So I'm feeling. Take a puff of love, so your lungs are closed. Take a puff of love, so your lungs are closed. Take a puff of love, so your lungs are closed. Take a puff of love, so your lungs are closed. Take a puff of love, so your lungs are closed. Hey, let me get sativa. I believe compliment my reefer. Call paper to roll it. Need me a pick or a torch just to light it up. Instagram King Smurf at King Smurf on Instagram. Once again, that's at King Smurf on Instagram, man. Go support the young man. I need movies like that in my life. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> dale Q, dale, dale. I right, got you. All right, welcome, 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 everybody. You are now here for a special episode of Keys of the City. We are at episode 15, ladies and gentlemen. Thank everybody for for their support. Thank everybody for showing us love. Tonight, we got a very, very special episode. We got a, a PhD doctor as a, a guest host, and we also got a special, special guest. First off, I am Q. And I'm Lily. And let me introduce our special guest host, Dr. Tom Jens. All right. And, and our special guest... Okay, guys. <laughs> hey, man, I'm excited. I'm so glad and honored that you um, chose to join us on, on, on tonight on this podcast. We're, 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 we're going to be inter- interviewing Miss Clarice right now. And I'm going to let Lily take over and start it off. All right. So right, um, our special guest tonight is Clarice. She is a mother of two beautiful boys. She's an entrepreneur. She's a wife. Um, we are doing today's episode on how, if you, like, have you ever felt in your life hopeless and how you came out of that, how you managed to pull yourself out of the situations and be where you are today. And Clarice is going to tell us a little bit about herself, her struggles, how she pulled herself through, how it is meant, how it was mentally for her, how she struggled and how she is where she is today. So Clarice, if you want to start, you could you know, tell us a little bit about your story, um, who you are, and then, you know, you could just tell us. Awesome. So first of all, I just want to start with gratitude as well. 
Um, I first want to thank my 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 Lord and Savior for even allowing me to make it to this day. Um, I'm grateful for Jesus Christ saving my life, and I just have to publicly announce that the reason I'm still here today is because of Him. Amen. So Amen. I'm grateful, Amen. grateful, grateful, and I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for the people He's placed in my life. I have prayed for you guys. Like I kid you not. Thank you, like, thank you, thank you I, so much. I, I've prayed for an opportunity where I could I could share, and um, and hopefully, even if it's only one person out there that's hearing this, that it could help one person. Yes, yes, yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just um, talk a little bit about myself. Tell you guys who I am. My name is Clarice Amada Otero. Um, my mom named me Amada because she said that I would be loved by everyone. Amada means loved. So I always say that. I have to give my mom credit there. (laughs) Um, I'm actually like the fourth Cloris in my family, so it's weird. But anyway, um, I was born October 12, 1987 to Silvio. My mom's name is Silvio Otero. I was born in El Salvador, and my mother is from Nicaragua. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yes, go Nicaragua. Salvador. Although I've never been Salvador. there, I've never been there. I've never been there, but um, Salvador? Yeah, yeah, I've Nicaragua. never been to El Salvador. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, when the last time you been, you guys traveled to El Salvador, Bachan? No, I've never been there. I came when I was nine months in this country, and I've never been back. The okay, last okay. time I was in El Salvador was 2003. It's beautiful out there, I would imagine. It's absolutely beautiful. I, that's right. what I hear. I hear it is beautiful out there, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Continue. Yes. So my mom brought me to this country very young. I was only nine months old. Um, you know, she, the story she tells me, I, this is what I hear from my mom is that um, my biological father kind of didn't, he, he rejected the fact that I was his daughter. He didn't want to accept it. He denied it. So she's like, okay, well, I have family here, so I don't need you. So she left. I've never met the man. Um, and she brought me to this country. And shortly after she got here, she um, she she got with my stepfather, which is the man that raised me my whole life. Um, he's Cuban. Very important that I speak about the culture part. It was yes, very different Cuban. from my mom. Yeah, Cuban's very strong-willed, <laughs> very yes. machista. Um, I what does the machista mean? Okay, so Q, do you remember in the episode with Ice how we talked about machista? It's a man that feels, how can I explain it? There's certain roles a man plays, there's certain roles a woman plays. And this machita man feels like a woman is supposed to cook, clean, be a specific way, and it has to go that way. Like, it's it's by his rules. Type okay. Of okay. It's my way or the highway kind exactly. of thing. And like, I know everything. Wow. Yeah, for real? And you know, yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And in their country, um, such a communist country, they came from a place where they didn't have freedom to anything. So um, they take it even more serious. Yeah. And their mentality is just so, so small. And, you know, it's really hard. It was really hard with him. And that, that's what I kind of wanted to really share <laughs> the, my struggle. And it started the moment my mom married this man. Like, and I know that before my stepfather, my mom already came from a very traumatic past. Like I, I, she, the stories that I hear, not just from her, but from her sisters and from my grandmother's passed away now, but 
it was really hard for them in Nicaragua. Um, there was a lot of death. There was a lot of violence. There was a lot of separation, a lot of trauma, um, abandonment. And so my mom already came damaged when she came here. And she, you know, the first guy that offered some kind of help, she kind of just went for it. Okay. And unfortunately, um, I'm going to say, you know, I have to blame it on something, right? My trauma has to come from something. A lot of our trauma comes from childhood stuff exactly. that we went through as child children. Honestly, yes. And it reflects as an adult. I mean, at least that's exactly. what I, I think. I mean, I yes. could be wrong. What do you think, Tom? Well, yeah, I mean, those, the environments, you know, kind of limit your choices and actions. Mm-hmm. And so in environment where you there's a lot of dominant authoritarian behavior, then, you know, it's very hard to to feel supported and to feel like you have a, a, an opportunity or, um, you know, the, the, the movement to, uh, to try different things. You're always looking for someone to tell you what to do, but in the end, you know you have to make the decision yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, kind of I like, it. I feel like it's kind of like when you're raised in a, low economic neighborhood or a lower value neighborhood how there's not enough resources out there just it's kind of just like that so like, you're forced to sell drugs not for no don't go that way but you have, <laughs> you, have like a choice. you have a choice but your upbringing you're limited to what maybe another neighborhood or another you are that's why yeah two different americas it's two americas mm-hmm. it's definitely exactly. two americas the americas that we came from and there's a whole nother america that has no idea what the hood is like exactly yeah exactly right like yeah. the one i came from oh see, <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> and, and that and i didn't even come from america i came from canada but you know in, in canada you know we didn't we didn't have a lot of the kinds of struggles and problems that i hear about here except yes. if you were in the um, native community because mm. they had those problems. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So hearing, a lot of people are hearing now in the news all about, you know, all of these Indian children that were taken away and uh, ended up in uh, burial grounds. And, wow, you know, it's it's wow. a sad story there too. So yeah, this it really cool. took place during the, back in the day though. It's not just a conspiracy. They really was they uncovering a lot of that stuff now though. Yeah, That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that crazy. crazy. Wow. So look, so our, our this episode is, is really to teach people for those who want to look, listen and learn to some, learn about something new, learn about something that you may be going through. Somebody else can help you out with some advice, you know, and a lot of us been through situations where we felt totally helpless mm-hmm. and some people never came out of it. Yeah. And then those stories that people who came out of it and turned their life around, you know, and, you know, we, we spoke uh, yesterday and spoke about a lot of situations that you were, well, not a lot, but a few situations you were in and you explained to us about some events leading up to when you were 16, like the trauma you suffered from the, from childhood to 16. Could you describe to us that circumstance that led up to all that feeling of hopelessness, hopelessness? Yes. So absolutely. So like as I was saying, you know, it really just started all when my mom married this man. And a lot of the trauma that was built up up until 16, which is what we were talking about yesterday, um, was a mixture of things. And, 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 you know, 
it's not that I want to try and, and like sound like I'm, I'm trying to lecture anybody, but there's, there's, how can I say it? I want to word it correctly. I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to make anybody believe something that they don't already believe. You know, this is just mm-hmm. my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a mixture of things. It wasn't just one thing that led me up to it. And what, what the, the led up to point is suicide. That's my story. Right. Yeah. Um, my mom being with this man allowed a lot of things in our home that were not correct. Everybody has a different vision of what, what right and wrong is, but you know, people know when something is wrong. Yeah. And, and my mom knew it from very young, from my very young age with me, but she continued to allow it. And so I think it was because since she never had anything or anyone teach her right from wrong because of abandonment, separation, and all the things going on in her country before a lot of the trauma, she didn't know how to deal with it with me. Mm-hmm. So growing up, um, I lived in a very satanic environment, um, very violent, very manipulative um, when you say satanic, though, what do you mean? Like religious-wise or just... Yes. No, no, like, religious-wise. Religious... Is is a sect atheist, you mean? No, Santeria. no. It was Santeria. It's Santeria. Specifically Santeria. Santeria. Yeah. So voodoo. Yes. It's it's like a, a, a African type uh, of rooted... Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, voodoo. Hispanic, yeah. Hispanics um, kind of... Not took over, but they kind of adopted that as well. And Big it's very time. common in... Cuba and in a lot 80. of Hispanic households. But I didn't yeah. know it was a religion. I thought it was just something you go do, like yo, like this person want to fuck with me. I got a trick for their ass. It's no, not no, like no, that it's now. a it's a religion. It's kind of like I don't want to say a cult. But Does that shit I, really work? No, though? it is Come a cult. On, guys. It's like, like a cult. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Well, hold up, hold up. I don't want to discredit nobody, right? No, but of course yo, not. Yo, We're yo. not here. Come on, and that's yo. the thing. We're Did not that here. stuff really, really work, guys? Like, like I, I think I, I whatever you put, you, I think whatever you put your mind to works. It could be if you believe in a in a pencil and you believe that pencil, like it's your mind has the power to believe anything, and okay. if you if you believe in that, then it, of course it's gonna work. Okay. So I, act- I believe something different. What you what believe? Do you believe in? I believe that it is. I believe that there is good and evil. Mm-hmm. I believe that no matter what people think, it is there. Because yeah. I lived it. I lived the satanic feelings, the chills, the demonic entities. I lived it and nobody that, could tell me. That's why I got a... That's why... It's I not what my believe. mind. That's not what my mind was thinking or what I was putting out. It was literally what I lived. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yo, I know a person like you who lived with somebody who adults that was into that world, right? And you was yeah. a kid. You had to see and witness the most craziest demonic stuff if it was a religion, and that's the way of life they was living. So you actually are a person. You know, like me being American and just hearing stories and hearing people, uh, you don't know if they're lying. You don't know if they tell them. You know, you don't just don't know. It's like, oh, uh, could it possibly right. happen? But to listen to you who have no reason to make up a story for that type of world, 
to me, it gotta be true. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. have no reason to sit here and fabricate no emotions of what took place. Because to you and to everybody else, like you're saying, it's bad. Maybe to them it's not bad. But to yeah. you, it's bad. So you I, I had to be exercised. Like, straight up, like that. Just stop, like, stop, stop. Come on. See? No, like, look, you know, and this is what I, this is why I have for so long been in so much fear to share my story because wow. I've played, I've played it in my head and I'm like, I sound like a fucking psycho. I, like, I no, you don't. You. I, hey, yo, no, I, I believe, believe you. I believe you. I, hey, listen, you're talking to a person, I believe you as well. Go I ahead. believe you 100% because I went through a similar experience now with yeah. Santeria, but with Christianity. And mm. Christianity to me, traumatized me completely because the, the way they perceived it, the church. And again, I was a witness to those things. I was a witness to exorcism. Yeah. What Clarice is saying is true. I do too. I mean, Damn. it's just that to actually hear somebody who I could talk to, that's why I'm saying, come on, like, stop it. It can't be happening. Like, I never actually talked to somebody who said they have been exorcism. What is it called? Exorcism? Exercise. 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 Yeah. And then in my living room, by the way. And why? <laughs> why? Because you was tripping so out. After, like you was no, tripping so out. After so after um okay, so leading me up until my suicide attempt. Okay. So this is like the whole thing where it all started to kind of like get diagnosed and like people were starting to kind of listen to me because I was open about what I, I've always been a very verbal person. Nothing could shut me up. No ghosts, no, not like my teachers, not like it was bad. I've always been a very talkative person. But um, when I would say things that were really bothering me, to them, it was like I was crying wolf. Like she just talks a lot. She's just talking for the attention. You know what it's I'm like saying? It's like what Q said yesterday. Maybe they thought it was for attention. Exactly. But really, I was having the worst nightmares of my life. I was being attacked by demonic entities. Like, mm. like it was nonstop. I got to the point where I just didn't want to live anymore. This was a miserable life for me. People were calling me crazy. Like I couldn't have like relationship with people outside of my home. It was very, very dark. And so what's happening to this person that wants to shine, that wants to be bright and is being held back is that you are not yourself. So why even be on this earth? So my first attempt to suicide was 16 years old. Mm. So when when did your mother marry this Cuban guy? When I was one. Oh, okay. So there, there was 16 years. And, and he's the guy that brought the satanic stuff in? All the time. Okay. So that's 16 to him, years. To, to him, to it him. It was spiritual. To him, it's spiritual. Yeah. Because Santeria, they're very spiritual. Um, yeah. But again, it, there's good and bad to every religion, every every belief. But in Santeria, um, it's ve it's very spiritual to them because they call onto spirits. It's very it's a very spiritual thing. So to them, they don't see it in a satanic way. They don't see it as an evil thing. But mm -hmm. to other people, it is because it's a very scary it's a very scary religion. It must it's a scary give, world. It, it must yeah. give them a sense of power and manipulation, though. Big time. Mm -hmm. Mm, I never All thought about that. So of when course. you say, give me an example of like a powerful uh, exercise that he would be able to do and be like, wow, he's the man. What would he be able to do for people? Um, so so the, the seances were very powerful with people. That mm -hmm. had a very big impact with people. Um, the card readings and the shells. Um, and just like work. So like, hey, I need to find a job or, hey, I need to 
have this woman love me or hey I need to get rid of this person certain rituals that that was actually voodoo that's what gave them power and credit and, and it worked it would work I wow. saw it I, I would wow. work not only not only within my own um people like them doing it to other people but it happening to like my to me to my mom where she'd made attempts I specifically remember going to court with my mom I must have been six or seven years old going to court and my mom was filing for a divorce and before we left there we were already getting back into his car what like there's no way that you are you know being abused and like you just you just filed for divorce but you're getting back in his car this was but that's this fear that's fear fear can control so many things he was but he he that had could be that voodoo shit too i really want to i use the bible a lot and i want to make sure that throughout this entire conversation all the glory goes to my savior because if it wasn't for him i would not be here to tell the story oh, there, man, i right before right before i i started this conversation with y'all i was praying i opened my word i said lord what word do you want me to use here? Like, you know, guide me because I refuse to go through this and not give credit to where it's deserved. Yes. Now, I'm not going to lie. There is certain things I've learned in the world that have helped me overcome as well, but it all comes down to God for me. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. He brought me this verse and it just, I just remembered it now that we were talking about this and it comes from Ephesians six eleven, and says, for we not wrestle, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That yeah. right there is the yes. perfect definition yes. of exactly what I lived in my life. Mm, for real. For real. And so how did that get manifest uh, in the situation where your mother was sort of redirected to rejoin him, even though she had gone to court to get a divorce? Like, what did he do to cause her to be fearful? So, he, I mean, it was a lot of manipulation, too. Like, he was, you know, very powerful with his words. Like, oh, you'll never, you'll never find another man. You already have three kids. Like, who's going to want you? You don't have a career. You know, you live with me in my house. And it was a lot of manipulation. Yeah. Um, he would sweet talk her. You know, it was very... You know, and then the moment he had her wrapped in, it was all over again. You know, mm -hmm. the threats, and if you ever leave me, and and we would physically find voodoo, like physical mm -hmm. things that we would find with our names or our pictures or whoa, um, a piece whoa, of our hair. Then you know what time it is, fam. You know what yeah. time it is, right? So now, with this being so young, the why I'm even focused on this a little bit is because you wasn't running around like me myself at 12 and 13 years old I was running around the streets wilding out so I was I had a lot of things that I had coming to me I had it coming to me you know by 16 I was already getting in trouble stressed out had a kid and everything right you wow. didn't go through any of this stuff so when you reached six when you got to the age of 16 and you was that depressed or that stressed out that you wanted to kill yourself it strictly came from what you witnessed in your household correct absolutely absolutely and that's crazy because everything you witnessed in your house was based around some wicked dark voodoo shit right yeah yeah and that's and then and 
so you so you think the day you tried to if you want to explain to the people like uh you know as far as what you did and your emotions of of that day you coming out and saying you know what it's over for me but because you told me you might have had a touch of possession on you that day I, i'm 100 sure and you know at first I, I was in denial about that part because mm -hmm. again it came back to the always being told i was crazy i'm nuts this can't be this is just your imagination you're bipolar you're creating these these people in your mind you know like I, people were convincing me or trying to convince me to the point where I almost really did believe, like, I'm just crazy. Mm. Shout out to our sponsor, Knockout Air Freshener, the number one air freshener in the country. Knockout serves dual purposes. You can use it in your house as an oil burner, or you can also use it in a mist bottle. So go check out Knockout Air Freshener at knockout.com. Use the promo code KEYS, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. Once again, go check out Knockout Air Freshener, man. You got some funky boots, stinking gym bag. Ugh, I can keep going on and on for days. Cigarette smell, weed smell. You know what I mean. Go check out Knockout Air Freshener. It'll serve the job. <laughs>